Hey guys, welcome to the Footy United podcast, episode number 23. I'm your host, Charles Adams, and joining me over the internet, as always, is Mr. Brian Zane. How are you? And Mr. Jose Aguirre. Yo, what's up? And we do not have a guest. It is just the tripod, as Brian likes to say tonight. So, first of all, thank you guys for joining us. Um, if you're listening. Thanks for listening. We've been getting a lot of good feedback. Absolutely. Interesting stuff going on in Pez right now. We got a, a topic of Master League. If you were listening to the question, we, or if you were watching the question we tweeted out today, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But some interesting news we all kind of wanted to talk about, we just were talking about before we started, was the uh, was it WEMB? Was the question? Yeah. So mm-hmm. WEMB put a question out there, and was it on the site or was it on Twitter? Really it was on know. Twitter. It was on Twitter. If people would be interested in a Pez 6 remake, for lack of a better term, I think they said phrased it as remake as well. It wouldn't I don't think it would be a remaster. It would be the same engine, but with today's uh, you know squads and licenses right. and whatnot. If they would be interested in something like that for a Nintendo for a Switch, Nintendo Switch, which still which, though, I mean the Switch isn't a PS4, but it still could handle right. it. You could still have a nicely up-res Pez Six. I mean, it could look way better. Right, right. Six. But yeah, I mean. What do you guys think? I would be extremely, and I tweeted right away. I said, yeah, hell yeah, extremely interested. And you interested. know what? For, for WEMB to just out of the blue post that question <laughs> exactly. tells me that Konami is, that, that they're thinking, that they're thinking about doing something like that. That's what it tells me. Well, you said we something should. really interesting to me that you thought, I don't know if it was directly in response to this, but a lot of people don't know this, and Brian, you and I have talked about it, or maybe Jose, we were talking about it too, but in some of their markets around the world, people still play PS2, PS3, and um, they would be a good game. I, to I know in South some America. Yes, yeah, yeah, South America Rob, especially. Robbie had told me that the, the PS2 and PS3 are still very, very popular in South America. you got to remember. It's very expensive uh, from, there. From very uh, expensive. from economic stamp, a socioeconomic standpoint, you know, they're... Uh, there's, you know, the the cost of the PS4. There, you know, a lot of the South American countries. There's a lot of people that can't really afford PS4. They're like a thousand bucks or more, I think, the equivalent. I think is that what it is? I, I, so. I, don't, I really don't know, but um, it's very expensive, is what I've heard. It's very expensive, so a lot of people are still playing, you know, PS2s and PS3s, In which a way, is kind of, I'm jealous. As <laughs> which, far as Pez goes, why Konami is still making. You know those games. Do they still the, are, are they still? Is there is there a PS seventeen on PS two? I know there no, was a PS fourteen, right? I think it's the PS three still has twenty seventeen. I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that that one that one should probably still be active. Yeah. Right, but um, probably not PS two. We should ask. We could look that up. This is stuff. If we were prepared, we would know. Yeah, I'm pretty know. sure not PS two. I can't. I, I remember. I remember in two thousand and. I think it was 2011. Um, in 2011, I ended up buying the PS2 version of Pez that year, that and it sense. and and it was really good. It was really good. Um, yeah, I remember the one year the the one um the one Pez for Wii apparently was really fucking good that too. That was in 2011. Yeah, and so the the Wii version uses the used the PS2 engine. Mm-hmm. And then, like, improved on it, expanded on it a little bit because the the Wii U um, or the Wii U could do more than which, which is probably how they would if they were able to do. Oh, it dude, for that would be so Nintendo, awesome. That's probably how they're able to port if they wanted to do it uh, the PES six engine to the Switch. 
kind yeah, of. Yeah, that I would, would be so awesome. They called it. Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I, that's what I've been thinking about that a lot lately because Nestor has that that the version of that game on the Wii. Oh, you should play it. Yeah, dude. I, and I think I'm just gonna download an emulator. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I think but, you say that every week. You're like, I'm yeah. gonna emulate that game. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I, 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 well, I have been, I have been emulating, or not emulating. I downloaded a PC version of, of right. um, PS six. Yeah, PS six. Yeah, um, and uh, and that's that's been that's been great. I just have very limited gaming time, and when I do get the play, I have to choose between Zelda, Street Fighter, and <laughs> and Pez. And you know, I guess I'm so I'm Pez right now is that's not easy on the top decision. of my list. Yeah, yeah and Zelda, Zelda is what's been taking up almost all of my gaming time 95 percent of it i only give street fighter like maybe an hour <laughs> a it's, week it's now. something else if anybody listening if you have a well i don't need to say anything i mean you you have one but if you don't yeah, have one you should seriously consider getting one for that game zelda yeah. is um it's yeah, not, or, it's not or, a zelda podcast but jesus christ yeah. it's no perfect. it's amazing well, it's, am- it's you- an amazing game if if you look at the pros, the pros would be, I'm sure, a shit ton of revenue would come through for Konami. I would think uh, so. The, the con would be if the Switch version of this remastered sort of Pez 6 engine type thing uh, was really fucking good and better than Pez 2018, that would be embarrassing. I feel like it's more likely for them not to get it quite right and for it to not be a... Because what would you do? Like If you change too much, then it's not... It's not PES six anymore, but if you yeah, don't, don't change enough, change. I think they they would just port the engine and I guess have the change the the players the licenses. Yeah, no, I think it sounds great on paper, but I think it would be a trickier release than we're giving it credit for. But I would be excited. I would definitely be excited by. It. But just just them posing that question has me believe they're pondering it. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, I, I think, think so they really too. are pondering it. Yeah, which is interesting. It would look yeah, great very, because they've never, there's never been a mobile Pez that has good controls. I don't think. I mean, when you get used to the Switch, it's it's the controls are great. So, I mean, I've never had a mobile console. This, is, so I guess you could say this is my first. And even though I play it on the go and also on the TV, um, you're not compromising controls at all. I mean, like even on the Vita, you didn't have shoulder buttons or, or triggers because you had to use the mm-hmm. back touchpad, and that you know that screwed up a lot of games and made it really uncomfortable to play. But you know, you take the switch with it, and you've got perfectly good controls. So you're not sacrificing anything really as far as playability is concerned if we had a pe- if we had Pez on it. And mm-hmm. I'd like to think they could make it look pretty good. But even if they just released a, you know, bare bones Pez six, I would still be interested. Yeah. 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 I, I think so too. I, I think I think um just completely bare bones with with um well you say bare bones Pez six, are you saying with today's players? Yeah, or like, yeah, no, they have to. They have, you know, you know what though? I, I don't know. I wouldn't even care, but I would prefer that we had, you know, current today's roster. Today's yeah. Yeah. current rosters. Well. I think yeah, people no, would I, lose their minds if they they literally if they didn't update the rosters. So. Yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I would like to see. I, I, even now, like, I think that they can definitely do like a PSN version, um, uh, you know, as well as a Switch version. And and just remaster it. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe tweak some stuff. Um, obviously not. You know, a re- remasters usually end up being just like graphics, and and that's about it. Like, they, mm-hmm. or they'll fix like little bugs that may may have been in there or whatever. But for yeah, the most part, they don't really change much. They're just huh? that. 
I don't think they would touch the engine. They would just port it. That's probably the smartest thing to do. I don't think they would tweak it or anything. Because remember, no, this is a company that we've heard time and time again just doesn't have yeah. uh, the manpower to do certain things. That's true. And, and usually we on podcasts saying I have to pull if something needs to get tweaked, I have to pull someone who's working on this aspect of the game to go fix that aspect. And then that other aspect that they were working on kind of gets left behind and blah, blah, blah. Do you think so, they could farm this out to a third party? That, like that's under, what I was going to say. I was going to say, like, you, do that. usually remasters end up never end up being made by the company that created the original. So, um, that would, it could happen. That, yeah, that would be, a, that would be a way for it to, for this to happen. Um, because I don't think I don't think it's happened yet that a remaster gets made gets actually remastered by the team that created the game, the original game. So um, I think usually somebody else remasters them the and bundles them. Anymore, though, it's not it? even the same. Well, it's not even the same company like at all. Like it's a completely like a complete third party. No, no. I mean, in this case, like if Konami did it, it's not the same team that did. Oh, right. That's, that's true. So. Yeah. I, in a way, it wouldn't even matter, right? That's true. Um, I wonder. I wonder how much of you know the old PES games, the current dev team plays, and how much involvement they had in making in making them. Because yeah. it, I mean, I know it's yep. not the same team, but there yeah. has to be a lot of members that are still intact. I think it's a good question. I would just like to know what the mentality is actually. Like, what does the team's overall? What's the team's overall feeling and consensus towards? The PS2 you know is like, are you building towards that? Do you hold that on a? Do you put that up on a pedestal yeah, still, like want, or are right. they saying those games are great? But I was thinking about this. Like, what's their? Like, stance? I wonder if they think we completely surpassed those games already. That's like, what I want to know too. They're, they're in the past. Like, I wonder if they feel that way. That's or exactly what I want to know too, Jose. That's a really good point. You know what I'm? You know what I was thinking today? I was driving, and I was thinking, okay, if I was the the head develop the leading producer head developer for Pez, what would, what would I be doing as I build towards the future? Look to the past. And the first thing, what's that? And, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm just speaking before you are being, like I said, look to the past, because I feel like I know where you're going with this, but I'm just going to let you finish. This, <laughs> yeah, so this is what I would do. I would have a, what's, I would literally have a team, call it a team building week. And during that week, from, you know, 8 a.m. till noon, each day of that week, you play a different version of Pez from the past. You know, Pez 3 one day, Pez 4 the other day. So from 8 to noon, everybody, you set up TVs, everybody's playing. You have sheets in front of them to take notes on what, and, and the simplest question being, what was it about this game that you're playing today that made it so great that made people fall in love? And get into details and whatnot in terms of like you can have a sheet and like label like dribbling, you know, shooting, blah, blah, take your notes down. And then, you know, you have lunch and in the afternoon you guys sit around, just talk about that game, your experiences, and just collate all that information for like a week. And you have like, all right, these games that were like the greatest footy games ever – and you could even throw like FIFA 09, you know, Euro 2008 was one of my favorite EA footy games ever. Um, you could throw those games in there too to be, to, you know, just be played and tested. And what were, what are these great aspects of these games that people, why were they so great? And just have afternoon discussions about them, you know, have open dialogue, take notes, collate all that information. And then, you know, 
put it all together and be like, okay, so this is what we this is what we are going to try to inco- accomplish for the future games. And 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 really, because I really do think you can look to the past and set yourself up, you know, for the future. Absolutely. And I think there's a way of doing that. I just don't. I don't know if if they if the Japanese do stuff like that. I I have no idea like what they're and the thing is I haven't I posted I, I posted something on Twitter. You know I haven't spoken to any of the Konami guys. The contacts I'm E uh, threes in what like six weeks, uh, eight weeks, nine weeks. Roughly, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm literally I'm going in blind. I don't want any preconceived notions of Pez 2018, and I'm just going to go in there and, and play the game and then. You know, talk to the guys after. Um, but I have hard. Idea. It I, is a good I, idea, but I think it's going to be hard to do because as we get closer, there there's going to be talk, then and we're going to hear it. <laughs> but I'm just. You mean uh, marketing, Jose? Yeah, like probably marketing or or yeah, right. just talk from people that people. I'm I'm sure there's going to be some, some kind Adam of place that's before so. E3, and people are going to talk about people are going to play the game and talk about it like last year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to uh, gonna close my ears. Close my ears. Yeah, I'm going to try <laughs> the best I can to. Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm just trying to go in with a just a, a clear mind because I, I I don't know I don't know what to expect. I don't know how the Japanese do things. Adam said Adam tweeted out something uh, about, about the changes, all the changes. changes that he's like, oh, I'll need I, I'll I'll need notes because of how many for interviews because how many changes happen. You know, I'm like, all right, that's cool. All right, hopefully. As no, far as we know, this is not a new, not a new engine. Which yeah, I don't, yeah. hopefully, it's just a heavy tweak. Because we talked about that in another episode that we think the engines and I mean, I, ultimately, I do think they need a new engine, and I'm looking forward to that. But I think you could get the best game ever. You know, like well, to reiterate what we said last week and the week before, or last podcast, and then a previous one as well, that the game's in a pretty good in pretty good shape, and just you know, a couple fundamental changes would make all the difference. Court, you know, to us, um, right. To respond to your point, but, but B, can I, the engine can the engine do the change? You know what I'm saying? Well, we're it, see, this is their chance. This is that year where it's like right. because they totally expect 2019 to be Fox a new engine. engine. The Fox engine is, from my understanding, is really the the graphical side of things. Well, and yeah, so because they use Havoc for their for a lot of their animations, just, and which is so dated. And, and so with, you know, you know clearly, I, I want to say something about Havoc, and I just want to talk about the. The customize you can still custom as, as I understand it. So if, if you're a dev listening and I'm wrong, you can feel feel free to insult me under your, and say I'm an idiot underneath. I can't hear you. So at the top of your lungs, whatever. Um, I just wanted to say real quick, I, I shit all over Havoc too. Until I know we mentioned this game already, but do you know what other game that just came out that I think is like the greatest game ever made that uses the Havoc engine? Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> and they found a way to make it work, and they, okay. I think they customize it. Well, that's totally different than a, for a sports game because a sports game I think depends much more on physics. But I will say the physics are dead on reliable, like ninety nine percent of the time in Zelda. Like everything reacts the way it should, and the way it looks, and the way you would expect. Otherwise, the whole illusion okay. is broken. And as far as I know, it's havoc. Mm-hmm. But um, now I could be wrong. But I don't know. Yeah, it was really interesting to me because I think. It maybe it's the way Havoc works in conjunction with the Fox engine. You know maybe. what I mean? Like just who knows? Who knows? But either way, I think they need their own physics animation engine eventually. So I'm interested to see how twenty eighteen turns out because you guys are like we all think twenty nineteen will be a new engine, right? That'll be the year. 
Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, yeah. If, if they want to be ready for new consoles, which I guess are what, like 2020, probably? Oh, God, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with um, the Scorpio announcement because everything that Xbox seems to be saying is they're going to treat it like a PS4 Pro, which means the Xbox Scorpio is not going to have exclusive games. Like, you can't make a game for Scorpio that doesn't also come out for Xbox One. Sure, it'll look better, and it'll have better features and stuff, but mm -hmm. so it's not really a new console. So I think I could see people responding badly to that, though, kind of like the Pro is, like, is not yeah. like super... And I just want to see what Microsoft will do, because I feel like Microsoft is, wants to get away from Xbox One. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, if people don't like that idea still, if they basically make... I mean, we're going to find out soon, I think Thursday... By the time this podcast get out there, there'll be right. announcements on it. So anyway, sorry, getting on a tangent. To go back to your point and go talking to Pez about having your idea of the team getting around and watching old Pez games, I just fucking love that idea. Be like, oh, you, just, you, just I playing, love them. feeling, feeling it. Oh, like playing abso the absolutely. And my only fear is that the team, the general consensus, like we're talking about, and I have no reason to believe this. There's no context where I'm hearing things about this, but my, my just my gut, just based on how these games come out, is that they might feel like. Which is fine. I mean, it's their opinion, and we have ours. But the, my fear is that they might feel like they're just past those games. You know what I mean? Like that they're just they, yeah. and in many ways, like we talk but, but about, they not, have. It's not, but it's fundamentals, it's right? Side of things, though, oh, no, dude. I know, it's, I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, I agree. But that doesn't change. That doesn't mean that they might not feel that way. Or right. I mean, I, I'm with you, man. If if I was in charge, I would well, totally have them playing like, those games. Why did people love these games at that period of time? Why were they revered, and why were they looked at as you know the best of the genre? What was it about that? Like dude, tech aside, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it again, and everybody's gonna be sick of this. But look at look at Zelda. I, I I'm a lifelong Zelda fan, right? And the last couple Zelda games did nothing for me. I was done. I was like, I wondered if that game would ever come back and be a game for me again. Pretty much after Ocarina. And then Twilight Princess or whatever, you know, I liked, but it was a letdown for me. And then I didn't play the, the games after that. Um, and I, I was guy right, right off the series. They went back for inspiration and looked at what worked. Back to the original Zelda. I mean, there are so many tropes from those old games that they brought up to standard now and innovated. But it's so evident that that team went back and looked at old Zeldas. Like, I'm telling you, if you're a mm -hmm. Pez fan, I really think, and you're also a Zelda fan... If you look at the way this new Zelda was made, I, I, see, I see examples that the Pez team could follow all over this game, just in the yeah. way it was made. Like, yeah, maybe yeah, it's just they, me. I mean, Jose, you're playing only, it too. Do you agree? Yeah, or? I feel the same way. Yeah. Not only did they take inspiration from their own innovations from 30 years ago, um, or however long it was since the original Zelda came out, um, but they're also they also took... Uh, ideas from current games, from games like The Witcher or um, current open world games, and and they they kind of they kind of said, okay, there's here's something good, let's let's take this idea and make it ours, and and I feel like they 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 were really successful with that. Um, but the game taking been ideas for five years, it's been a, lot, a far cry from the the yearly dev cycle that Pez has, isn't it? Right, no, definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. The the thing with Pez though, I feel is um there's always this sensation that I get that every year there's there's th these are the things we complain about. Mm -hmm. So in order to fix these things, so they they'll they'll try and fix these things, right? But in fixing these things, they break something else. Right. 
well, that's that's, something. The, that's because the game's made ass backwards, but we've we've been over right, it. right, and that's yeah. the thing though. Like that's the thing. I feel like what they need to do, and and what they and what I have no doubts can happen, is um, they need to look at the things that they do right, and make sure that those things stay right, mm-hmm. and then they need to pick one or one or two things out of the things that need to be improved, and especially the things that they did wrong in previous years' game, and fix that. Or make an attempt to improve it at the very least, and maintain all the good things that they've been doing. That's See, what I they, feel like they should be able to do, do more in than, the PS2 days. I think they should be able to do more than than one or two things. Like I mean, they made I know for a fact the first weekend of Barcelona My Club Legends that they made fucking bank, like right, ridiculous yeah. shit ton of money off of one weekend and they've had other weekends and other days of different legends and other shit that's come out and so i know for a fact that they made a fucking bank and if that's the case and look it's really you know konami just like ea they have investors that they have to answer to and and so are those investors the higher-ups in konami are they willing to reinvest some of that bank into the game, uh, maybe hire more people so they can so they have more resources and and can do more things, you know, outsource to people who know how to write code, net code for online, who who or or uh, get better servers. I mean, they have the funds. Money money's not an excuse anymore. Money is not after my club and the microtransactions. Money is not a legitimate excuse anymore for Pez. If they don't have the resources. And the manpower, then go fucking pay people. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Go, go yeah. fuck pay people. Uh, I agree. Otherwise, I, otherwise, it's just the higher ups in Konami. They're they're just they're just banking all the money and saying, "Here, this is your minimal budget for Pez. Go do what you can with it." I agree with what you're saying. I just feel like it's been how many years already that my club has been active. Um, this is what the third year going, and and um, and no, nothing really has. Well, I guess that's that's not true because there there has been some pretty drastic changes in the game. Um, from 15 to 16, there were drastic changes, um, even though they were in the opposite direction we wanted them in. They were they were pretty drastic, and then from 16 to 17, there was a drastic change um, in the in the in the you know direction we want the game to go in. Hopefully, the, the game continues to go in the direction we wanted to go in and continues to make drastic changes. The thing that I that I the the point that I want to make is that I feel like they they make a lot of choices from between between you know games and they fix certain things, but then other things end up suffering. And I feel like that's because they're trying to tackle too many things. You know, like they feel like okay, well, we can make this happen, or maybe they are throwing more money into it and they are tackling more things at once. But I feel like that that I don't know if that's the way to go because in fixing one thing. It feels to me. It feels almost like they just didn't have enough testing time to really implement everything they wanted to implement. No, and true. certain things got done right, and certain things just didn't. You know what that and, reminds me the most of? Oh, sorry, Jose. When you're finished, and I feel like back in the PS2 days, they uh, they they implemented little things, and they they did some. They they created a really good strong base, and then they 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 every year it was it was little changes that made very improve uh, a very impactful 
uh, differences in the game. But that's because they had that strong base. This is probably the first year where they actually had that right. strong base. Right. And and yeah. from so from now moving forward, I feel like I would rather see them make small strides forward. And because I feel like that the, the things they need to change in seventeen aren't that big. They're not. They're not. Well, we've highlighted a lot of them if you listen to our previous podcasts. I mean, and, and, and don't and, you guys and, think though that like this is the one chance though because next the year yeah. after this, I think it's another physics engine or sorry, a new engine, and then we kind of start all over again. You know? Yeah, it's like, definitely. I, I, and and I, I welcome the new engine. I, I do even I do if eighteen. It's, it's even if eighteen thinking. ends up. It could yeah. be. Yeah, but it could be another two years. Yeah, and if eight, if eighteen, up. it could be three. Who knows? You know, really, but. If 18 ends up being the the best PES game we've seen in and sorry about the noise here, if if 18 ends up being the best PES game we've ever seen, let's just say it's the best game we've the best footy game we've ever seen. 2018, 2018, right? At that point, I would still want to see a new engine. I yeah, think I would still no want to see you, Jose. No, no, not not because you. not because um, I won't be happy with the best football game ever made, but um, because you got to move forward, you just because, have to because we have forward. to move forward. Yes, because we have to move forward, and uh, I feel like even if it's the best ever with the current engine, it can't be that much better than old PES. I'll tell you the truth, man. If twenty eighteen, if I can make a statement that twenty eighteen is the best footy game ever, I'll I'll settle for roster updates for five years. Yeah. I yeah, probably would too. That's who, true. Who, who my kid? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's, that's true. That. You're, you, I would too. Actually, you're right. I mean, that's that's the that's the bottom line. Is that I'm not going to expect. At this point, I've settled for not the best game ever for yeah. 20 years or whatever it's been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no, no. You're right. It's been like 10 years. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. I just feel like um, for them, it would be that's that's the the next step is to to make a new engine. And, and I mean, the way I guess the way I see it is if the current team can give us the best game ever. Um, what is all this best game it, ever talk? This is so funny. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm exaggerating my point here. Like, I'm exaggerating this so that I can make a point. They, they, then I want to see them make a new engine because clearly this engine has issues, right? And if they can patch this engine up and make the fucking best game ever, then I would I would want to see this current team make a new engine themselves, and and let's see what they can do. You know, like let's see what they can do. That's exciting to me. Like current the way the game the the current engine, I feel like it can deliver the best game ever. But there's going to be limitations. There's going to be things that can be a lot better especially when you look at the competitor and what they can do like sure this could be the best game ever but it but it won't have the best um it, it probably won't have the best collision system it probably won't have um just generally speaking the best physics um you know so there's going to be things that can improve with a better engine um, or an engine designed for the game specifically not like mickey mouse did you know like they've kind of kind of feels like that's what they're doing right now is they're they're trying to make an engine work instead of building an engine for this what do you guys instead think of using team, an engine for this do you think the team is split right now because if i mean let's just say 2019's a new engine or even 2020 both of those are likely mean it's there's a team making that engine right now engines don't get made overnight i mean that's that is very difficult development brian I'm just curious i don't like, know that's interesting i i guess how i would like to think things happen is is 
you have the the entire team or the majority of the of the main team taking some time during the 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 year to work on the new engine and then you stop you stop that to make the game that's going to be coming out mm-hmm. you know i would i would think that i would split the time instead of split the team if that makes sense i don't know how development works so and who knows team is. you know what they they mm-hmm. may have they may have reinvested i'm speaking of the past when i'm talking about reinvesting resources they may have done that. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't talked to anybody. So I, I honestly don't know if they've been making reinvestments with the finances they've accumulated from, you know, microtransactions and things like that. If, if, my club, if, baby. My club money. If a sim is getting a, uh, an assistant, then they must be reinvesting. They must, yeah. They're expanding. They must be putting... Look at you throwing shade on Konami like that. Well, I mean that—that's what the, <laughs> he tweeted. That he's looking for an assistant, so I figured, it. you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't someone know what said, that means. Someone exactly. said something to me, and I was like, "Dude, I honestly, I don't have. Uh, I can never tow the company line. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I can never. Yeah. I, I don't think like as much as I would love to, you know, be influential in terms of if Konami was like, "Hey, B Man, why don't you come on as like uh, an assistant or some shit." A part of me would be like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what you bitches need to do." And the other part of me would be like, "I'd be fired within a week." Yeah, nah, you'd be but, fine, man. <laughs> why would you, Why would they fire you? Because I'd be like, "I'd be like, this is the game you're making. This game sucks." <laughs> that's what. That's you sound like me, and that does get me into trouble. So I'm the one to get fired. You'd be fine. No, I'm. J- I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm good where I'm at over here, but I like. I like doing what we're doing, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, the guys listen and respect our opinions and shit. So, I mean, we got we got some good ideas, and the fans have some good ideas. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, sometimes I feel like our role, if if we have a role, which who knows, we're just fans, and our opinions are not any more important than anybody else on the forum voicing their opinions. Right. Really, we've just been able to find a bit of a voice through the podcast and through some connections, and and you know, and just trying to, you know, all the things we've done over the years. But I kind of feel like sometimes our our mission is like to to make people realize the old games as thirty year olds. You know, all of us are, and we're the older. We're an older part of this audience. Is what we just started this podcast about, though, is that the old games. Yeah, there's nostalgia, but it's not just nostalgia, and that those games were good for a reason. And that until Pez is where we want it to be, that we really think they should look back for inspiration. Doesn't mean you need to make that Pez Six re-release on Switch. I'm not. I mean, that that would be great. I would love that game on Switch, but I'm still more excited by the possibility of Pez 2018. You know what I mean? I mean, it might Pez Six on Switch could be better than Pez 2018, but I'm still more excited by the idea that we're going to get a modern game that does something new and represents the sport in, in a fantastic, fabulous way and is the best game ever. It's like, but I still think there's all this stuff that we list in our podcast over and over and over again that made the, the old games great and that could easily be brought into you know modern footy gaming because nobody's doing it. I don't think FIFA has taken what was great about Classic Pez and brought it. They've done their own thing and credit to them. But I'd like to see Konami take what was great and 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 bring it over because mm-hmm. they they have they've gotten close. Like there are aspects of 2017 we don't want to shit all over it that we like and we and we do. We do. We definitely praise that game more than and certainly we praise 2014. You know, it's 
I don't know. Don't want to rant and rave, but um, I just want to see them make that addictive game that that, that they used to make. And with that, I think that's note, the key word. I think that's addictive. the key word. Yeah. Addictive. Um, Pez hasn't been addictive um, in in a very long time. Actually, any footy footy games in general haven't been addictive for me. Since I think Pez, for me, it's Pez sports Pez. games. Sports games in sports general. Games in general, yeah. That's not fair, too. It is sports games. But game. the only sports game that I ever got addicted to, like truly addicted to, um, is Pez. I mean, really. Like I, I've played other sports games, but I'm talking like addicted. Like I, like I had to play this game daily. And cool. I think one of the reasons that a lot of other sports... Like, I, I agree with you, Jose. Like, I... I mean, I, I was addicted to this one uh, NCAA college football game. I think it was NCAA 04 on, on the PS2, and I played that for months. I, I thought it was one of the best football, you know, you know, one of the best American football games you know, ever. I, I, I absolutely love that game. But other than that, it really, Pez was, or Winning 11 for me, was yeah, winning 11, so addicting. Yeah. And I think it, it a lot of it had to do – with even though the game, all those games had some sort of scripting, the reality was it was masked so well and felt yeah. even it felt so organic. And even though there was scripting, mm-hmm. you could still stop the script. Where I think where current current so called scripting in Pez, there's moments where you almost you know the AI is going to score and you can't stop the script. Like you think it back in you know PS2 Pez. The AI is making a movement, and they're supposed to score. And you, you, you do like a latch, a last ditch tackle, and block the shot, and the shot like goes over the over the crossbar. But that, but that goal, if you didn't make that slide tackle, that goal, that they were going to score. Like the script was, they were going to score. Like you were able to stop the script, and it and it felt natural. Whereas currently, it just feels like when a script is supposed to happen, and they're going to score, like. You're not stopping it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it feels like when when they're supposed to score, they're going to score, and and, it, and there's nothing you can do about it. And back in the day, it felt more like the script was to create an opportunity for the AI, but it didn't necessarily mean that it was supposed to score. Like, didn't, does that make sense? Yeah, like yeah. now, I feel like they're supposed to score and they're gonna score, and there's not um, like pretty much nothing you can do about it. You know, mm-hmm. they, if if they have to make an extra three passes to fucking put the ball in, then they're going to make an extra three passes. If you make that slide tackle to fucking block the ball, then the ball's just going to rebound right back to the AI and they're going to put the ball in the net. You know, and back in the day, it felt more like um, it, part of the script was to create chances rather than to like actually force the AI to score. You know, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, the, the chance was created, but you had every every opportunity to stop that to stop the goal from happening um, mm. because chances don't end up in goal necessarily every time. Like chances means that you have a chance to score, but the opponent has a chance to stop it, you know, like, so there's no guarantee with creating chances. And, yeah. and that's kind of what I feel like the old games at least felt like, you know, yeah, like certain situations, like you couldn't stop them from creating, but you could definitely stop them from scoring. Um, I don't know right. if that even makes sense to people no, or not. No, but. I understand. No, it makes perfect right. sense. Um, before we, I know we, we've been talking for a while, just generic pest stuff, and we're going to get into Master League. Uh, two other things. One, did you see Maradona is trying to sue Pez? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Don't know what his legal grounds are. If if uh, I don't. the contract with Barca and Barca has Maradona, Maradona's rights, so I don't know what his his legal ground is for that. But that that's kind of interesting. Uh, which I don't know why Maradona isn't happy because I think Messi's a ninety four and and he's a ninety seven. I think he's the highest rated player in the game. <laughs> I don't think he's looking at ratings. Why, why he's, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I was reading yeah. a statement about it, and somebody just pointed it out to him, and it's it's just his likeness. I mean, obviously, but yeah, but I mean, come does, on, Bar- does Barca really own his likeness? I would. I, 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 think, I think they would have some sort of agreement. I don't know. We will. Yeah, find that's out. hard. I that's hard. Konami being as anal as they are not do their due diligence and make sure they didn't fuck up that's true that's actually very true um, from a legal department standpoint exactly I yeah that's actually very true if there's up, one thing that is getting fired <laughs> no right yeah if there's one thing that they do right is they cover their ass <laughs> they cover their ass because they've been we've been making and getting option files and and creating everything that konami doesn't because of the licensing uh, issues and sharing it, and it's openly being done, and and nobody's able, been able to do anything about it. So yeah, yeah definitely. If if something that if there's something Konami does right, it's it's cover their ass when it comes to this type of shit. So I don't know, man. It's interesting. I feel like I can't believe how low Mar- Maradona's going for this. Like to me, it just feels low. It feels like why the fuck does he even care? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like I'm like, what the fuck, really? Like, is it? Is he really in that bad of shape? But I don't know, man. I mean, I really have no idea. Yeah. Does, does he know how popular Pez is in South America? There's going to be a lot of fans not happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Another thing I, 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 I saw, um, uh, Daniel, who is on WMB, who is, I, I, I believe he, he does data editing work. I, I'm not entirely sure. I know he got, goes to the community days and things like that. He had mentioned something um, uh, in one of his posts about the tactical side of the game. Uh, he's heard has has been has been worked on. Um, I hope so. I I, I really hope so. One, uh, one of the keys for me, I, I would love. I know we talked about it in the past, but I would love for for pressing to go back to being an option to turn it on and off. You know, I think pressing should be a. a um, a, an on and off kind of um, switch. I don't think there should be frontline pressure in the in the tactic for for this simple reason. If I want to, if I want to press, okay, I have frontline pressure on. But say I want my my wingers and my my striker to to drop back, I have to either go in. I either have to pause and go into my gameplay and and turn frontline pressure off. Or I have to use one of my only three tactics that I have choices for and waste one of those, have the same information and everything, and waste one of those just to turn frontline pressure off and, and have those guys kind of you know drop deeper. And I probably have to change my right winger and left winger to right midfielder and left midfielder just so they drop right. back. And it's like it's such a waste. And so I really think you know there are times when – you want to press if you lose possession in, in the opponent's final third. You want to you want to press, try to win that ball back. Yeah, and then other times that press is beaten, and you want your guys to to 
get back as fast as possible and, and drop, you know, you should be able to do that. Just like a manager, you know, waving his hands, get back, get back. You should have to do it without having to waste an actual, you know, tactic. <laughs> One of your three tactics. You know what I'm saying? Like, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, that, I, I, I would think. What do you think about if they brought back the the individual instructions? I think that would be um, definitely a plus. A, that's a must. <laughs> I don't it know. would be a good like, thing. Yeah, I think that's a must. Um, I, I feel like it's every year that goes by that they don't do that is 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 just waste. Like it's total waste, man. I, I don't I don't understand why why they don't. Um, you know, like it, maybe it, maybe, and this goes back to like the whole engine thing. Maybe it's, maybe it's related to that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's why it's been some years now that you can't, you can't do that. You know, like individually give players instructions. I mean, I mean, fuck, we beat a dead horse every fucking time. But back in the day, it was so easy. You just individually highlight a player and you tell them, this is the space I want you to attack. And this is how intensely I want you to defend. It's 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 as simple as that, you know. And even if they had something like that in conjunction with, because I I like I also I do like part of you know FIFA's individual tactics. Yeah. For yeah, their, yeah. They're, they're, they're self-explanatory, or it's more explanatory actually. Yeah. Than just yeah, the it, it. It I like I like the way that they they have it. I feel like in what what FIFA needs to do is have more options. Yeah, for their too, too restricted. Yeah, it's a little too restricted, but but I like what they're thinking. I like their idea behind it. Um, so I mean, and they do have the arrows of like this is the space I want you to attack and whatnot. So I don't know. Like I feel like Konami can look at EA and say, you know, because EA does a lot of things right when it comes to their their tactics, mm-hmm. um, the way that everything works. You can really make a team play however you want them to play. And, and, um, it's, it's, they do things, they do a lot of things really well when it comes to that. They, they don't have, um, a lot of this stuff is almost like PS2 Pez-ish. In a, yeah, in a yeah, dude, they like, just, no, they, they just, they just souped it up and make, made it look all glamorous. Yeah. They we, do a great that's the job. That's we're talking about, right? Yeah. They do a great job with their tactics. The thing is that they only give you one tactical option right. and you can't really change. You can't really like, you know, so like, yeah, I mean. But the one the thing that they give you is really good. It's really, really it's good. It's not situational, though. No, right. That's it's the like problem. All or nothing. And if they right, exactly. Right. Like you, you, you're all in with whatever tactic. And if you want to make a change, you have to press pause, make your changes, and then go back into the game. And it's not very, uh, um, uh, um, I guess, fluid. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I remember so, when Connect came out, and they had FIFA was really pushing Connect, and I was like, "There's your." There's your voice recognition, your coach, your commands, you know. But the, yeah. but they didn't have that in place. That was like the one thing because I'm not a Connect fan and I'm not really. I'm a pretty traditional gamer. I'm not a huge VR proponent. A proponent of VR, like I have no problem with it. But when I see features like Connect and that type of stuff, that's not really traditional gaming with a controller in your hand. I usually I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. But that was like the one thing I thought instructions in a footy game. If you could yell them out. And there was, a, and you knew a set of twenty. Like that was awesome, you know, because you talk in real life on the field. Yeah, it'd be annoying to your family and your house and all that stuff. But I still you would can like do that to. Either mm-hmm. though, they have the voice recognition. You could say, uh, you know, press right. or something. I don't think it's the press. voice part of it. It's just the actual instructions part of it aren't implemented. 
to like you know what we're talking about. But I don't right. know. Maybe, no, yeah, maybe they. Maybe you could tell people to the thing. The thing. The thing that's wrong. You can change formations. You can change formations in yeah. in FIFA, but changing formation is not enough. I feel like I, I like you know like in Pez, you have three different instruction sets, and and you should be able to change between those three on the on the go at any moment. Um, but you know, like, yeah, I feel like, uh, I, I feel like somewhere between what EA does with current FIFA and what Konami did with PS2 Pez is, is the right mix. And, and it's somewhere in between. I feel like it's I almost feel even like the advanced instructions while in theory, great idea yeah. or implementation is limiting. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually limiting the experience. Yeah. Because it yeah. seems like the way it's coded. Right. Yeah, on exactly. paper, it, it looks great, and we were very. I mean, yeah, it's great on paper, but the implementation of it's just a little bit lacking, which is good because you can build on it, right? For the next, hopefully, yeah. hopefully. So we are we're we're forty four minutes mm-hmm. in, and this is not the Master League podcast we were anticipating. <laughs> it's like a uh, tactics. It got a little bit tactical. Sorry, dude. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. It's okay. Yeah, don't be sorry. I'll be sorry. Well, should we read the question? Because we got a lot of good feedback this week. Yeah. And that might be the perfect way to get into our Master League. So all we did was a podcast listener question on Twitter. If you guys don't follow us on Twitter, please do it. Footy underscore United underscore US. Question was, um, what changes, improvements do you want to see implemented in Master League? Pretty simple. And you know what? If you're, these are probably, it's probably too late, you know, to, for 2018 i'm sure but you know this is that's why i didn't put for 2018 because it's it's probably too late in the dev cycle but that's okay because it really this is blue sky thinking stuff in the future and maybe it's not but either way future stuff so instead of running through all the questions this week like we usually do i was thinking we could just address each one and either say yep i have nothing to add or we could just talk about it and that way each question gets more attention from us you know what i mean you mean each answer yeah sorry each answer yeah Thank gotcha. you, thank you, thank you. So let me get pulled up here on Twitter. And it's weird the way Twitter does stuff now. Like some tweets, if you have multiple responses, I don't see them all unless I click on one and then I see all of them. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try and not miss any because a lot of people wrote in more than one response. But um, if I do, I apologize. So Lee Thomas, he says, transfer system complete overhaul. Media slash team talks to improve form slash morale. Team spirit affected... Uh, Team spirit effect toned down, and youth players have non-stupid names. By non-stupid names, I mean <laughs> ones that aren't Quirtzosh or some rubbish like that. And then a really sexy guy named Jose Aguirre says, I wish I could retweet this hourly from now till release. It's something so basic that would make such an impact. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So Lee, and Lee says it's such a simple fix, and uh, all it does is put him off of using uh, players. So to get back to his first first one before the stupid names, which unless you guys want to talk about that, I mean, what's there to say other than we agree, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody wants stupid names, and I, I totally agree. Um, he said complete overhaul of the transfer system, media talks, media and team talks to improve form and morale, and team spirit effect toned down. And so I, I mean, I think those are all really good, um, good ideas. I don't know. What would the so media team talks to improve form and morale would be you know cut scenes like talking to the press right something like that uh, yeah yeah getting it. I don't know if if Konami would go that far 
it's interesting to think of how much stuff off the pitch in ML. I think people really want to see it, especially after FIFA did their whole. I didn't play FIFA's career. What's it called? FIFA, the new. It's not career. Oh, mode, the journey. The journey. Thank the you. Journey. But that might. I wonder if that'll impact, because that certainly is more along the lines of a story, story, story-driven stuff. And I mean, as I understand it, like I said, I, I mean, did what, not play what it. Pets could do is make the story about the team. Oh, I totally agree. I think the that's more interesting. Player, right? Make it about the team, which, and then in in Lee's case, you know, you do have sort of like media talks, and it's almost like a, you know, choose your. The media asks you a question about you know, your relationship with the, the coach or something. And then you have three choices and each ter- choice has a, a cause and effect. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. Off, off yeah, top. I, I think I, in general, I, he wants better atmosphere and yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And something to, to make them it, the ML feel more meaningful, which is as we move on, you'll see a lot of people basically. And I think, I, I think you just have to, I mean, I don't know. It's been how many years now? I feel like every year it's like, just go look at what EA is doing with presentation. Just go look at what it look, look, look back at, you know, the, the World Cups and the, the Euro games and how they do presentation. EA just does it so well. And even something simple as I load up PES 2017 and I just play an exhibition game and the, the front screen as you get to the stadium, it's just like well, they- two, two flags, like, pasted on cardboard right and it just it like there's no you know there's you think no about ambience. like there's no there's atmosphere no, there's no design to like the flags like they're not in i i kind of think of i wonder if it was euro 2000 or euro 2004 where the flags had like an arch to them and there was like a creative design and it's just n- nothing just to pizzazz you know just give it give it something some kick to it you know what i mean oh totally I, Something as simple as that. Like, I load up the exhibition, two international teams. I'm like, it looks so dull. <laughs> yeah. And it's worlds better than it was. Remember 14? <laughs> the yeah. game was great, but you remember what the menus and everything looked like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It... Yeah, well, but it's better than it used to be. I yeah. think for me, Master yeah. League, it's a lot of it. Um, I, I get what a lot of people are saying with train. I agree about transfers. Um, you know the youth team players. Yes, love there to be a training mode uh, that would and have have it. You know stats affect stats and and all that stuff. I feel like gameplay has a lot to do with it. You know, just think back in the day. Like I, you yeah, created. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you created your own story because the gameplay was so good. You created your own story. Like I, you know, if I'm playing with Holland and you know, the World Cup, and I get Brazil in the semifinals. And it's like, I'm creating this story in my head. Oh, you know, the re- Holland's redemption, you know, in the semis, you know, years later after, you know, Brazil knocked them out in the 98 World Cup semifinal. Like, I'm creating this story in my head. And a lot of that had to had to do with the gameplay was so fucking good. It had I don't, to do with that because they weren't making that story. I mean, right. Well, you just said all yeah. of it stemmed from gameplay. Even if the gameplay was so fucking good for, you know, PES 2018, I don't know if I, uh, I'm not a kid anymore. I don't know if I can create that story in my head. You know, I would like there to be some sort of, you know, really good presentation involved, you know? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Gordon Arwani, good old Gordon, he's always responding. 
he says more than five simultaneous uh, transfers, more than one skill training at a time. See other scores to add to drama on match days. So there's a little detail you could add. I like drama. that. The scores to yeah. the drama. Yeah, I yeah. like that too. He's, uh, he has got a couple here. He says better balance between transfer and salary budgets, better form arrows, less regen players since they never age in their player model. Says, uh, goes on to say, I don't want FIFA levels of controlling every aspect of your team because that gets crazy moving from menu to menu. Uh, fixed your pileups as that adds to drama with games in hand scenarios. So, yeah, those are all good. And those are all like kind of what you're talking about, B, little things that, uh, mm-hmm. that add to the game. So those are good points. You guys want can to... You, uh, what was the... Uh, he made one point at the beginning. Can you... Can you... More than Just five re- simultaneous transfers, more than one skill training at a time. Four arrows. It was the four arrows. Four arrows. Which I figured out something. The four, like if 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 you better four arrows. Scores, right. If your if your striker scores a hat trick, yeah. The next game, his four arrows shouldn't be you know bad. I know, right? The next two games, it should be like the best. Yeah. If you don't score in those two games, then it starts dropping. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and the, but see, the drop should be gradual. They should. You should right. never see a player go from red. The fucking purple or whatever the fuck the colors are now. Yeah, I don't even remember what the colors are now. From up <laughs> arrow to fucking either. down arrow. <laughs> they should never go from up arrow to down arrow. Unless there's an injury. From one game to the next. Like a little but, yeah, injury, that would course. be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, uh, of course. If, if there's an injury, then yeah. Like, like you mean like an injury that's not, that's like a... Well, uh, I, would, not, no, I agree with you, except if it's Liverpool. Because as a Liverpool fan, <laughs> all those players go from up arrows to down arrows every single week. If they're yeah. not, otherwise, totally agree with you. Do you, do you guys remember in back in the PS2 days? <laughs> PS2 days, man. We should just rename our podcast. The PS2. <laughs> that's a good idea. The PS2 days podcast. Oh man. Anyway, uh, in the PS2 days, there used to be a uh, consistency stat. Yeah, very um, important stat. Which we yeah. weren't we talking about that? We we were we were hypothesizing that maybe it controlled. It was tied to technique, or was that a different stat? Hmm. the consistency i think we were talking about technique controlling um like the composure okay that's what it was so yeah ignore that it It was something to do with the technique stat um anyway the consistency stat um i remember uh having players that their 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 uh their skill stats were fucking amazing but their consistency stat was like a two you know, and and their form was just always bad. Like, you know, it was rarely high. Um, so I feel like something like that needs to happen again. Like, there's a lot of players that are just really clearly really good. Like, for example, Balotelli, <laughs> yeah. very skilled and talented player, but extremely inconsistent. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, th- I think you're, you're rekindling some memories here. I mean, I remember in Master League back on like Pez 3, finding a player who was like, who was dirt cheap and his stats were really good. And I was like, what doesn't add up here? And then I remember his consistency was really low. Yeah. And, and most like, players, why like unknown no players value. were like four. Yeah. Like, that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And I would always buy those players because, you know, for the most part, well, no, yeah, I did. I never changed it though. But for the most part, um, you, you you know you'd get decent stuff out of them, you know. But there were those few players that had like a two consistency, or yeah. you know something just really low because it was. I think I think consistency was one through eight, um, and 
talking most about players eight, eight levels last time. Yeah, well, the conditioning and consistency um, was was one through eight in, yeah. in winning eleven days, and um, and most players were like a four and a four, four for conditioning and a four for con- for consistency, um, and that wasn't bad. It was it was okay, right? Um, it was it was average, like most you know whatever, but um, occasionally you'd find players that were super consistent, and then occasionally you'd find players that just had no consistency. And and that was cool, man. I think they need to bring something like that back because that should be what governs these form arrows. There's no consistency you know, like, stat now at all, is there? No, I don't think so. Not not I that know I, of one. I just want to make sure. I know I've looked correct. for that stat every time since back in the day because um, it's been a while that the form arrows have bothered the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, they make no sense, you know. Yeah, like they, they make, make no sense. It just feels random, doesn't it? It, it is random. <laughs> it yeah. fucking totally is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I want that. I want a consistency stat, something that governs these arrows, because it, it's it, it's again, it's these little things that would make a massive difference in our experience. Yeah. Um, Lee M says full control of player transfers slash contracts and bring back in depth player growth. Player growth oh, is something. Yeah, we miss. Dearly. Yeah. I think that's the whole point of Master League. Or sorry, it used to be. It used to be the point of Master League was was player growth, and now I'm not so sure. And if I vaguely remember, yeah. there's a DM I'm gonna read through from Shales, I believe. Do we know who Shales really is? No. We don't. But anyway, I think he sent us a DM. I, I told him he sent a great direct message, and he also gave us a great question. I feel like he's Pest Monkey and the, the WMB. Yeah, he might be. Some of these guys, I just get confused because they go by a couple names and all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, Mike OD says, or Mike Ode, who I love. He's super. Thanks, Mike. Great supporter of our show. Uh, just give us as much control over our club and players as possible. Vitally, whatever is added must work properly, not just be yes. for show. Yes. And that's a um, very simple point, but it's a good goddamn point. <laughs> fuck yes, dude. I mean, it really is. It, it feel like, I feel like because of that, it goes to what I was saying earlier. I would rather see them give me a PS2 style master league that, that really is bare bones as fuck, yeah. but works, <laughs> but works like everything works the way it's supposed to then to, for them to add all kinds of shit and half of it doesn't work right. You know, Mike's Mike's spot on usually with a, with with I, what he yeah, what think, he has to say. I, mean, I totally agree. I think he he is as well. I wish we could get him on. I've been trying to get him on one of our podcasts for fucking years. Like I'm going to tweet him right now because I'm reading the tweet, so I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to respond. It's always there. for us. It's always been it's always been a uh, a just a scheduling issue. Just time is always difficult for him. So um, it's a shame. Well, I, I would I would love to have him on. Is he in England? Yeah. Yeah, so that's a hard time difference. So he just said, yeah. sorry, I'm typing. <laughs> he probably just said that. Reading this on pod now. Come on, podcast, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, I would love to have him on. I, Nestor and I have been trying to get him on since we started, almost since we started. He was one of our first like yeah. listeners and supporters. And yeah, so. Um, Listen to this guy, some guy named B-Man. Says, correct form arrows. If a player scores a hat trick, he should have the best form arrow for the next two to three matches, which you just said, Brian. We should get that guy on. <laughs> yeah, we should get Brian on. I think he's yeah. gone. Are you eating cereal right now? Yeah, where are you uh, going, man? This is usually when you take off. 
like for a body break or something. Embrace UK one. Why is that familiar? That's not the um. He's from. I think he lives in Texas. Oh, okay. It just seems fun. He's or in, Indiana, Indiana or Texas. I okay. Forget. Maybe he just changed his uh, Twitter picture, and that's why it seems familiar, but I don't recognize it. He says, better UI with news and real transfer and job rumors, including about yourself. Bring back stadiums that are full slash empty if teams are like top slash bottom. Yep, that's fun, too. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. do that now? It's always full? I don't even notice, to that's be honest. That's thing I don't, I don't notice, either. It's funny, like... I'm less picky now, so I just assume I don't even go looking for little details like I used to so much because I kind of don't even it doesn't occur. I'm so worried about the gameplay, you know, being up to snuff that some of the little yeah. details are kind of lost on me, which is a shame because that I'm a big fan of little details and I think they add up to the whole package. So totally agree. All right. Uh, Dave says set manager contracts two to three years, not jump ship after six months. I don't know what that means, really. I don't Set think I've played enough. Contracts. Does that mean you have to stay with a team like, for two to three years so that you can't just do yeah. six months? See, like, dude, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just old school, man. Like, I, I don't, you I don't pick school. a team. I don't pick a team to switch. Like, my idea is not to pick a team so that I'm going to switch in three years or whatever. Um, I pick a team because that's the team I want to fucking play with until the thing says game over because I overdrafted <laughs> because I because I don't have enough money to pay my player wages you know <laughs> like, I mean like that's that's kind of my mindset that when I think of master league that's what I think about I think about making my own fucking team you know like making everything personal and and growing this team for as long as I can without as long as I don't make any stupid choices and 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 um and bankrupt my team and then I get game over and I have to start over again. Yeah. You know, like that's what I think about when I think of Master League. So I don't know, like that nowadays like Master League is very different than than what I think Master League the essence of Master League is and I feel yeah. like it's kind of lost that. Hold on like to, it's hold kinda, on to that thought because yeah. somebody addresses it as well. Um this next point is actually a little Side conversation that uh, a guy named Stas or Stas and Ads86 kind of had in response to the Twitter question. So I'll just read through their little convo, which, like I said, was a response. Uh, Stas says, more cuts of off-game events, interviews, talking to players, media, and practice mode to improve players' skills. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of practice mode. And I would like to see practice mode just be as in-depth as possible and be an actual way to improve your players. If you do, yeah. I, I, you know, I think. Um, and as far as interviews and talking to players and media, I think it would be cool. But I think it's another thing that I have no. I just have a hard time putting expectations on Konami to do that in a way that is satisfying, and right. in a way that like I, in I, a way where you just not skip, skip. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. I, the the the, mo- the thing they did that got me the most excited for that type of stuff was I guess the 2014 trailer where they're like those newspaper clippings and remember how it was presented. Mm-hmm. It was it ended up just being for that trailer, right? And it just looked really cool in that trailer. Um, like it'd be it'd be cool if they got a you know a partnership maybe with like France Football Magazine or exactly, or, dude. Exactly. And they had a partnership, and they could they could add like unique clips in there like that. I think it it would be cool, and 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 to compensate for, and I know they already do kind of something now where they have the screen with like a players on there, and you know. Maybe there's like quotes about, oh, looking forward to the next match or something like that. I don't know. You know what I'd love to see is highlights from the week. 
like a highlight show from your games and the computer's games, like top five goals of the week or some shit like that. That would probably yeah, be really hard to, to program in, but wouldn't that be cool? It yeah. would, but I, come on, dude. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. <laughs> well, you know what it reminds me of is, do you remember back in PS1? I don't know if this they did this in the PS2 days. On PS1, which one of the first, maybe the second PES I ever played, um, and it, it was back when ISS, International Superstar Soccer 64, was on Nintendo 64, but it wasn't the 64 one. It was the Seabass team, which was... ISS Pro 98 and ISS oh, Pro well, the on the cover. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you won a cup, love that game. if you won a cup when the credits rolled, it was your team scoring all these goals in gameplay. And it was like cool. and it was it was the same it was the same credits. So it was the same goals scored every time, but it was your team. So if it was Holland, if you beat it with Holland, then you know, it was Holland doing it. You know what? But listen, though, it was cool because those goals were really good goals, and they actually showed you different things. Like they were players taking fainting past the keeper, like fake shotting and rounding the keeper, and it showed a bunch of different aspects of gameplay in in the highlights. But I just remember that was that's kind of something along those lines would be really. You you just made a great point about about winning the cup. Right now, I the celebrations for winning stuff are so dated and and i understand like hey there's not much you could do with like they throw up the trophy they have a team but i miss them like individually getting their medals put over their heads you know what i mean like yeah yeah that's then you get creative with that walking up on the podium and getting your individual medals um there's your vr minigame if you have playstation vr you get to experience the getting your medal (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know right (laughs) They need to get creative with that, with the celebrations, and like they, do. they need they need to figure out a way to make it emotional. I mean, really, like the exactly. emotion of the emotion of it all is is winning, right? Like you 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 right. play the match, and and the emotions happen during match, right? Like and and, and when well, show you, when highlights, the final of, whistle of goes your, off and you win, like the goals you're all excited. the way of all the games. Show like highlights of your goals winning the tournament. But it's that, not- that would be really fucking cool, but I I don't know if that would be possible. Jose, wait, um, you just mentioned... They do highlight reels at the end of every game. But they would have to... Charles, like, like store okay, that. okay, I'm going to be quiet. Jose, what you mentioned about emotion. You look at something like the Champions League license. The music's playing, okay. but I feel nothing. Right. I'm playing a Champions League game, and I feel nothing. Like, I feel no, no emotion uh, uh, in, in this, this Champions League game, and you know, it's, it's like a championship fine when I, I don't feel anything, and it, it's they need that emotion back. And one of the things that I think, did, they, how, how would you do it? How would you how do did it? they capture it back in the day? Because back in the day was so in comparison. One, so one crowd reaction was done right. So if yeah. you were in on a breakaway, the crowd got really loud. You know, just the the crowd reaction. They the crowd seemed to, you know, they got if if you were in your opponent's attack uh, final third, like. Uh, it, and you were the home team. The crowd got really, really loud. Like, oh, something's about to happen. And then if you like missed a shot, you hear, oh. And, and there was just a great correlation between crowd noise and atmosphere what and what was happening on the pitch. Whether there were triggers um, that that did that that were implemented algorithm wise in the game. I don't know, but you don't really have that right now. But one of the things that I think would be really, really cool is especially from an emotional standpoint 
the old the old winning eleven trailers. Do you remember when someone would uh, a, a keeper made a great save and they would cut to the crowd and the crowd would go oh and they like throw their hands up in the air or someone will put their the hand the head in their face. You know you, you remember those trailers. Those old winning eleven trailers. Yes, dude, and, I, I adore them still. You know that. And <laughs> why couldn't you have something like that? Like do a cutscene to the fans, like and showing the fans' emotion, yeah, and like, good, in correlation yeah. with actual, you know, crowd noise that is representing what's happening on the pitch. That could add, you know, that could add emotion. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, that they need to do something for sure. They need to do something. They need to bring some tenseness back in, like some, you know what I mean, like that mm-hmm. that that feel. I remember back in the day, I'd I'd be playing, and and you knew you were about to play an important match, right? Um, you knew even before the match even started. The menu music changed, like the oh, fucking that's true. It the, did. I remember the, that. The, the colors in the menu were different. Like the whole background was different. You know, like, and, and, and you knew that you were about to play an important match, mm. you know, like every time, every time you played one. It's, and a lot of and, this is gameplay driven though, too. It's just like right. when the gameplay is really good. You, like you guys said, no, you, no, you, you, you make up your own stories and it just, right, all, yeah, definitely. like you definitely. need that solid base of gameplay for this stuff to really Matter. take effect. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you guys completely. I mean, I, I miss that very much and I feel that's part of making it addictive. If you don't, if you're yeah. not invested, and you don't care, then you and, don't care. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what I was saying earlier. I feel like a a big thing with Master League nowadays is is you can freely switch teams, and and it's real easy to get sacked, and like you 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 get just dropped into another team, pretty much, and and yeah. it's just like I feel so disconnected from it all. This is perfect like, I because. Just, Remember, I'm reading this conversation. I just—I don't even want to interrupt you, but I'm just gonna keep reading it because it's absolutely perfect. So, all I did was read that first uh, point by Stas. Uh, he finished it with practice mode to improve players' skills, and then this guy adds 86 jumps in. He says, "Fuck yes to all of your points." And then Stas says, "Seriously, sometimes I—sometimes it feels like you're playing solitaire. No emotional depth of you actually running a club." Ads 86 yeah. says, needs more atmosphere, more build-up for matches. Crowds need to interact more. I've won games on FIFA, on Football Manager 16 and fell off my sofa celebrating. Great. I, fully agree. I wish I could get into that game, man. I really wish I could get into that game. I Those just, guys, are, uh, they basically, it's so funny because we were just, I didn't even read their points yet, and they're, they're saying exactly the same thing we just said. Yeah, exactly yeah. the same thing. Um... Oh, and Sass comes back. He says, uh, oh, and be able to change manager clothes <laughs> from Klopp's track suit to Wanger's uh, <laughs> Wanger. Wanger's, uh, zip jacket and cuts of manager reactions during the game. FIFA <laughs> did that this year, right? Because they had all the, yeah, the face. Yeah, they did. The players. Yeah. They did, but I, I, I don't really I don't, care, to tell you the truth. No, personally, yeah, personally. Neither, do I, neither did I. I mean, it was cool, but... Like for me, for me, it goes back to what you're saying, Charles. If the gameplay's there, I'll get invested in the rest of it. Exactly. But if yeah. the gameplay's not there, the rest of it doesn't matter. Like it, right. it, it's if the taking away from the gameplay. You, yeah, if the gameplay's riveting and you cut to Klopp, and you know it just adds to it. But if it's shit and you cut to Klopp, I'm just skipping that cutscene. I'm just trying to, yeah. you know, take my goal kick. I'm just trying to skip it. Um, Gavin says after international games, opponents, teams. To have reduced stamina slash fatigue levels. 
So he wants the internationals to uh, reduce stamina. Yeah, and they, I mean, don't they? They don't? I thought they did. Um, maybe yeah, so he just wants I. it to be more pronounced. You know what I think needs to happen? This is completely different, but the stamina system needs to be totally reworked. Yeah, no, we, it, it, we all know that, yeah. It's just a visual cue that means absolutely nothing right and now. And we got that response on from our last podcast on the website. Um, Zado or Zado, I don't know how you pronounce it, he, uh, he leaves us po- uh, feedback a lot on the actual Footy United site, and his comment was about how we were talking about composure and stuff and he was saying yeah absolutely but also fatigue 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 and, and stamina needs to be overhauled as well oh yeah yeah it's it's we've been saying this for a couple of years now i mean it, it's yeah it's poor it's the yeah. way it's done right now it's very i mean i think ea with fifa need to do a better job but but i take that i take that in a heartbeat over what what pez has yeah um so, yeah. Uh, Ads86 is back. He says, also, the editing options can make a difference for me. Being able to add ad boards, uh, comp balls, presentations, stadiums, crowd impact. Uh, what's he mean by comp balls? Be able to add ad boards. Competition oh, competi- balls? Competition balls. That's what it means. Duh. Presentations, stadiums, crowd impact. A management sim. Watch week across days, Saturday and Sunday. Management contracts, objectives. More interactive. Make me care, like when I play Football Manager 17. Uh, full training mode, cutscenes, better presentation, and match day. Uh, realistic transfers slash preset loans, Pez Manager PS2 stuff. Yeah. I think we're attracting the right kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Um, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I like what you said. I'm sorry, I have my microphone muted because I'm at that time I'm yeah. eating cereal. Yeah, I told you you're eating Cheerios. <laughs> no, cinnamon toast crunch tonight. Dude, that's what I said last time. I think yeah, you, I you fucked me. Um, I like what he said about objectives because one of the things that could create that emotion and that tension oh, yeah, is if right. you have contract objectives and you're trying to meet them and, and you're not struggling. Just super generic ones like finish finish above sixth. Right. Like yeah, really, that, that would be really has. cool. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Have that. yeah too I, generic, I, I think they are. They are generic, but that's fine. Like I'll, I'll settle. <laughs> I'll settle for something that's gonna. Well, you know what I mean? Like what about like give some meaning to my season? Yeah. What about getting like yeah. two youth players in your team? Dude, I, I would love to see that. See, you know? at FIFA, what they do is depending on the team you pick, is the style of objectives you're gonna get. Yeah. They're actually pretty good. Um, well, that's good. I didn't know uh, that. So I've seen yeah, they're, some they're actually, generic ones, but I haven't gone beyond they're that. They're actually really good. So I, I like in Mexico, I played with Pachuca. And Pachuca is a, a team that's known for developing youth. And and m- one of my objectives was I needed to bring in throughout, throughout um, my, I think it was like two seasons, I needed to have um, at least a certain amount of players that played a certain amount of games and then by the second year, I needed to have three players that were from the youth system solidified in my uh, in my starting eleven. Well, that's exactly so, that's really good. I didn't realize yeah. they were doing. Oh yeah, that. no, that's they, they, exactly they have, what I would like to see. They have. I mean, it, yeah, it is a little generic because. Well, that's pretty good. generic and generic in the sense of like, pretty much every team that has youth development as a as a as a focus is gonna be is gonna be pretty much the same, but. You know, it'd be cool it's though. It's cool to have different a different focus from every team. Like, you know, some teams are more about signing star players. Some teams are right. more about building their star players. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, like I, I, something like that would be really, really cool. 
Um, that's something I do I do regardless. But you know, to have the game kind of point me in that direction is really cool. It yeah. was really cool for the short, short, short amount of time that I played career mode in FIFA 17. Yeah. You, you know what would be um, awesome too is tying in transfer budget. So you have an owner, you know, one of the objectives could be owner will give you, you know, 80 million pounds to spend if you finish in the top four or, you know, or right. Having the budget uh, tied to some right. objectives. The, the owner is basically, okay, you're, you're doing well. I'm going to give you money to bolster the team. If you can't reach certain objectives, you get less money to spend. So you, you're actually connected. You're like, okay, I really, maybe I don't win the league, but I got to figure out a way to, to, you know, get into the top four so I can, you know, get better players basically like stuff yeah. like that could really connect you to the, to the game. Yeah. 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 And then right now that we're mentioning all this stuff, it made me realize, I think what I really, really want to see on a personal level, um, is like you, we're talking about master league now from a manager's perspective. And for me, um, FIFA has always been the manager mode and master League's always been the own, the team owner, mode where like you own the team that's your team and you make all the choices and the only way you get out of this team is if you fucking bankrupt them i feel like i want to see you know pez now has you can be a player you can be a manager i want to be an owner i don't know if that's possible or not but i want to be a team owner where like you're not going to boot me out of this team unless i totally fuck everything up and, and 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 you know what i mean like bankrupt everything but I want to have that option uh, myself because manager mode for me is 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 like you bounce around from team to team. I'm I'm a manager, but I, but master league to me is not that. You know, like master league was never about me picking a team and eventually moving on to a better team or a bigger team or whatever. It was always about me picking a team and making that team go from a nobody to the best team in the world. Right. And, and I feel like that's why we were so connected with Master League um, is because there was this sense of ownership. And, and I feel like that that sense of ownership is missing. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I, and, and that's why I say it was personal because a lot of people want to switch teams. A lot of people don't want to be stuck in the same team the whole fucking time they play this game. They, You know what I mean? Right. But um, I feel like there's more than enough people that play Master League or played Master League back when it was a sole team mode um, that would want that back. And I feel like that's why people are saying, make me emotionally invested again. Right. That's that's what made us mo- emotionally invested, is that we controlled everything about the team. Um, and the only way we're getting kicked out of the team is if we spent all this money. Makes right. about, sir. I, I agree with you. I didn't think of it like that, but you're right. No, I think you're absolutely right. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, since I'm not playing that much Master League these days, here's something I would like to see is, you know, a guy who is really into individuality, and I'm a strong... Uh, I, I like the idea of not just stat-based systems, but basically uh, skill sets that are unique to certain players, whether it's animations or a certain type of shot, pass, tackle, whatever, you know, like I, I would like to see tons yeah. of those implemented, right? The star traits, essentially but really yeah. specific ones. Like, I would like a huge list of those. And in Master League, I would love to see as players do well or if they get a certain amount of games that they earn 
a new trait and you get a choice of it. Like maybe your striker has he's hit 16 goals that season, so now he's got a pool of 10 stats that open up, and you get to choose which one he gets. Not just like he won't have access to like strong defensive stats, but just ba- it's actually based on performance. If somebody hit a certain number of passes or had a great passing percentage, he gets access to a pool of 10 new passing uh, uh, traits, that, and you can pick which one you want. And that way you've customized your team and you're invested and you're working towards those and you see the difference and you're like, oh, that guy didn't used to be able to do that, but now I know he can do that, so I'm going to play through. I'm going to use his new stat. It de- you develop your players. Like That's a really yeah. easy way yeah. to, um, to have a bond with your team. It's like, how can we create bonds with, with our players so that you don't even want to sell them and when a good offer comes in, it's not just as simple as like always helping the team, but I enjoy using that guy. I, yeah. I spent it with two seasons and I got him this new special type of shot feint and a new um a new quick a new quick one touch turn that you know he has won games for me now because he earned it and I use it and know that you see what I mean? Like yeah, that is and that's absolutely. just game design. Like sometimes I feel like they need to remember these are video games. And your, your inspiration is real life, but you need to put some game, some video game mechanics in there to make it addicting and fun. That's a video game mechanic of like treating your players, even though they're realistic, you know, interpretations of, a, of essentially a real life person. But, but being able to pick and choose their, their traits and earning new traits, that's like leveling up a character in, in a action adventure game or in an RPG, like that's the type of stuff yeah, I like to see they need, do. Yeah, they need to bring some of that stuff in. And it's surprising um, that they don't, because being Japanese developers, you know, that's kind of one of the things that, that they kind of focus on usually. Yeah. And, and, oh, and Yeah. yeah. Like, it's defensively too. Like how cool would it be like to, uh, to your defender is now one of your right back who's not very good um, in certain regards. He, you, it turns out he's actually one of a lot of headers, so he gets like access to a couple new heading traits and one of them is adds an additional foot to his to his jump. You'll feel that. Yeah. And all of a sudden oh, he's yeah. winning more headers. Like that's the type of shit that would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, like, that would set players apart too like drastically set them apart without without making it too yeah. like um yeah. you know what I mean like with well, like that, making it gradual of, rather than Exactly. Yeah. And that's the type of shit I think about is how many individual traits could we have and like you know what? Hey, Nestor's going to make his way onto this podcast because he said something or tweeted something, and I thought it was actually um, a very good point, not directly as he meant it, but what he said, and I don't know if it was today or a couple days ago, he was he was kind of being funny, I think, and cheeky because he's big into fighting games and Street Fighter uh, specifically. But he was saying that he wanted to see frame data for like Messi's shot animations and things like that. And I was like, you know, I don't think anybody wants to see frame data in soccer games and if you don't know what frame data is you can you can google it or, or essentially it's just the number of animation frames that it takes for an animation to play out so obviously in fighting games some guys guys have better frame data faster moves than others so you can look at that frame data and know if two characters you know one guy's throwing a kick and one guy's throwing a punch you look at the frame data you know who's going to who's going who the winner is going to be based on the, that outcome so but the, but it got me thinking just not only animation variety in these games but but essentially frame data, you know, Messi could have a quick shot, a player where that yeah. would make all the difference in the world because he can get his shot off faster. So it's like, how many of these little traits can we do? Can the defenders have a trait that makes them jump higher? Can the passers have a trait that makes them 
um, have a one-touch pass where they can they can immediately ping a ball without having to trap it that much faster? Can a striker have a faster shot animation or a turn a turn and shoot animation that not all of them have, and that and you can work towards getting that for your striker? Like if you had a hundred of those, or if you could, which I don't think actually would that be that be create be that hard to come up with. Even if you had twenty of those and yeah. sprinkled throughout the game, it would make all these players feel so different. And yeah. being able to award them in Master League would really add to your ability to get into it and to develop players. And and it needs to feel tangible. Like, I keep talking about overemphasized or over-exaggerated traits. These aren't necessarily over-exaggerated, but the fact that you... But they make a clear difference. It'll, it'll yeah. be a clear difference. And, yeah. and one that invests that you get invested in because you pick it. That's why I keep yeah, saying it's important yeah, and you for you work to pick towards it. it. You, it, you work towards them. But you like yeah. you appreciate the difference, right, between your guy automatic. Like, this is different than your defender. Let's go back to that example. Your defender is winning a bunch of headers, so he automatically gets a new trait next season where he jumps higher. That, is to me, is not as impactful as opening up a pool of five or six traits and letting you pick the one you want for him. You know what I'm thinking would be I mean? really You cool. need that choice. Yeah, you, you, I think what would be really cool is you could train for these specific traits. No, exactly. Training has something to come in with it, too. Like, you can't just train, though, because then you could, just, right. you know, you could exploit it. It has to be like a balance between... You can, you can influence it with training, but it has to come across... And it has to be influenced by actual game results, too. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I love this idea. You know what? Yeah. I, I, I absolutely, absolutely love that fucking idea. And, and when you talk about, hey, remember these these are video games after all. Like there has to be as much as we will we want a hardcore slash fun game. There's that fun element to it as well. And I think that that's actually like really fun and, and sort of engaging. Do you remember that article I, I told you guys about a couple years ago that was written? And I think it was written on KG's site, OperationSports.com. Um, it was a couple years ago, and it really talked about how the focus of just the sports video game genre going over simulation has essentially killed the fun factor in in sports video games. And you think, and you you actually like think about, it and you're like, you know, I'm thinking about sports games that I've played recently. Like my buddy and I bought Madden, so we were playing Madden for a, a short period of time. But yeah, I, I actually think. You know, one of the great things about PS2 Pez was it was hardcore and had that perfect fun factor balance. It had, it had and video game these mechanics little things of risk reward. Add, right. These little things add add to that fun factor because right now the, the, the sports video game genre, these games like NHL and MLB The Show, they're so sim that they end up becoming more frustrating than fun. And I think sports video games have really forgotten that fun fact. We know it's fun about sports video games right now today. The fun factor comes from beating your friend or some random person online. The game could suck, but just but you just want to win because you're competitive and you want to win. You're that's exactly where, right. That's where fun factor is right now. Like the, yeah. These game developers, they're not, they're not designing games to be fun. They're designing games pretty much to work well online, so you know people, you know, can beat each other and ha they say they're having fun doing it, but they just really just want to fucking win. Was the one it comes down to? Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yes, that's the. I think that's what's wrong 
um, everything you just said, I think that's that's so spot on. It's what's wrong with today's games, um, just in general. Like especially it's not about competitive fun, games. It's about winning. That's all it yeah. is. It's about winning. It, it, yeah, everything's about winning, and 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 in a lot of ways, everything's about um, like boasting, like like you know what I mean, like fucking in shooters, the whole teabagging and like everything's about how can you humiliate? I think Charles has mentioned this before. Um, how can you humiliate your opponent? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like how can you humiliate somebody? And like, that's, that's kind of, um, that kind of sucks, man. Like, because it takes the fun out of it. You know, like for me, that's not fun. Humiliating somebody else is not, it's not that. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't see the fun in that. You know what I mean? Like, I gain yeah. nothing from it. I, I, no, I, I'm with you guys. And I like this idea of um, getting back into game development as far as making these things rewarding. And, yeah. and since we're talking Gamify about... Gamify it. Yeah, you have to, you have to, it's still, we still want these sims, like we're saying. We still want it to be very sim, like, just like, this is another way to look back at PS2 days, because I think they had a great balance of it. And this stat system I'm talking about, this trait system, this, this added, what do I want to call it? What do we want to call this? Not traits... It is traits though, because it's outside of stats. These little, these, 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 these ideally a list of 100 or even 20, like we're saying. Let's just say 20 for now. 20 things that players have access to. With their their traits, right? Because they're special animations yeah. that. And this is what PSID should actually yes, be. Yes, this is that's what I think so too. Now, but let me like I really want to hit the like make a point of this is what this also does is is it gives you progression. And yeah. um, remember before how I said they could look yeah. to Zelda. Like and and I said there's all these examples, um, but I'm gonna name one right now. Is these games don't have progression anymore to give you new opportunities based on developing your players. So what I mean by that is let's look at Zelda. Like it's one of the best gaming, best games in the industry to do stuff like this. But I want to highlight this point because I feel like it's what Pez, one which is one of many things Pez could take from this. And if you say, well, how how could you learn? How could Pez apply? You know what's going on in Zelda. Well, this is exactly what I mean. Zelda, you spend all they, they, there's this beautiful world, and you spend all this time going around things. But the whole thing is like an interactive playground, like a puzzle. So let's say you're swimming the whole time, and there's there's all these beautiful waterways, but um, you can only do so much with them. And then at some point in the game, you get a tool, a new tool. Let's say it lets you sink to the bottom, and this isn't even the new one. This isn't. This is an old Zelda mechanic. But all of a sudden, you approach every body of water completely differently because now you can yeah. interact with it differently. You've got a new item, so you can get to the bottom, and there's a whole world under that lake you didn't even know about. That's progression. You developed your character. Now you're actually having meaningful progression because you're interacting with the world differently. So how do you apply this to Pez? This means that, like, let's say you start with a low team in Pez, and because you, your, your guys cannot pass the ball because you don't have any traits where your guys' first touch is bad. You don't have any players who have good first touch traits or a strong turn trait or something that can allow you to work around that. So you end up playing the ball over the top a lot and you're, to your fast forwards or so your clumsy defenders don't actually have to have time on the ball. If you start, if you develop over a season, or if you bring some players in, you get some new traits, or you bring in players with traits, all of a sudden you can now play differently. You can the team that crushed you last season, maybe you can go and actually get a draw because you can play the ball, or you can play through that star striker you bought. You can play differently, and you can approach a situation differently because of the way you developed your players, or because of the progression you, that you've been able to implement. That's what Master League is all about. That's yeah. what is yeah. missing, and that's the game 
get the the simulation slash game mechanic balance that I think needs. You know, these are games, but you have to find a way to make it rewarding. It's that risk reward. It's it's all those things we talk about, and I really think a trait system that we've just talked about tonight is so key. And I would love for that to be to be Pez Pez's version of um, ID. It's not a stat based yeah. thing though. Like I'm I'm totally open to. Um, being able to assign to have a slow defender, being able to get him a, a quick turn based on how he develops in training or how he, you know what I mean. And there are players out there that might have that might not be that fast. I'm trying, I'm struggling to think of anybody in oh, reality. Riquelme. Riquelme. But they have a Riquelme killer. But they example. have a killer first touch or a killer turn. Yeah. You know, you can still in real life. How many, how often do you come across guys that are maybe past it? Maybe they're 35 and they play in an adult men's league. So they're they're not even as fast as the high school kids, but they school them based on their positioning yeah. and their first touch. You know what Abraham. I mean? Yeah. So like. Ibrahimovic, yeah. I mean, think about Juan Román Riquelme. He he was he's like one of the laziest fucking players I've ever seen. But yeah, but he's sublime on the ball. Like he's amazing, dude. Right. Like the way his quickness and his and and he's not particularly fast, but he has a quickness to him. You know, very much like Iniesta or like a Xavi or you know, like they they're they they have this. They're not super fast players, but they have this quickness to their movement. Yeah, and, and this and, allows and us to get away from that. speed being the most yeah. important trait. Yeah, this yeah. this I fixes love that. so would, many things. Yeah, in I would my mind. love that, man. That that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's there's so many things that that <laughs> they're missing right now. Like right, you know, and, and and this is more of like a pipe dream for years down the line. Yeah, I feel. yeah. I yeah. feel like they could implement this though. Uh, no, yeah, I think they can too. But, you know, to tie things back into the beginning, this is why we would need a new engine. Yeah. You know, like this is th- these are the types of things that I think about when I when when we start thinking new engine, new possibilities, new, you know what I mean? Like these types of things. Hopefully they are also thinking about these types of things because they're the ones that actually can make these things happen. So they, they're the ones that know what it would take and, and, and can it even happen? Um I see. I, I the way I see it, yeah, it, it should be able to be to happen. I mean, look at what other video games are doing. You know, yeah. like there's there's no reason why not. Um, yeah, I don't feel like we're asking for um, outrageous stuff. You know, mm-hmm. no, I don't but, think it's that outrageous. But I think maybe it's outrageous in the current engine. Um, I just don't feel like it's built for this type of um, this level of death. I think you know, of it as uh, like a modular system. Like you've got all these traits to build a player. Yeah. All these little um anim- and they're obviously when I say trait, I think I've illustrated my point, but they're obviously pretty much all unique animations when you think of it. Yeah. You can think of it that way as well. And, yeah. and unique. Let's get to our final um point or our final uh podcast response. And this is from Shales, who's at Pez underscore DNA. And he sent us a direct message because he, you know, it's hard to get all this stuff into 140 characters. But I thought it was really great and I told him I would read it. So he says, So last week I fired up the PS2 to revisit some of the Pez games, mainly Pez 5. It was really this is great. It was just for a trip down memory lane memory lane, really, as I knew realistically I could I couldn't ever fully revert back to playing PS2 Pez. I started up a Master League and then quickly realized that the current Master League has moved away from what it started out as. It started off as you creating slash editing a brand new team from scratch and had to build them up from nothing 
with the default players. We've now moved from that with the ability to move clubs, etc., and pick either the defaults or the normal starting lineup. This will probably never, ever happen, but I'd like ML, sorry, Master League, to go back to being about one club and bring in elements from Pez Club Manager, like building up the club's facilities and stadiums, etc. Yeah. There are tons of little bits that Konami could take from Pez Club Manager and implement into Master League. My question to you guys is, would you like ML to go back to being only about one club. Uh, ML Master League could then be packed with the club development stuff, which would take years to build up. I'm an old school Master League guy, so uh, so I'd be well up for this. You guys are also old school, so I'm keen to hear your thoughts. Konami could br then bring in career mode for those who want to move around for different clubs. Um, yeah, man, I think that's what we've been talking about, and that's why I think yeah. your, uh, your question is, is so good. I agree. We totally agree. I think there could be a career mode and there could be Master League. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. And I like um, Jose, Jose, Jose changed my tune. I like the Master League. He's right about owning the whole thing, that you're not the coach, you're, you, you're the whole overseer. You are, yeah, the, you are the team, you are the organization. Right. Yeah. You yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that was yeah. my one of my hardest things about going to uh going to going to fifa and trying to play career mode is that there was this focus on moving and like for me i was just like man like that's not really what i want to do and really i felt like point. I, I, yeah i felt like i i really limited the way that i played that mode because i i didn't play the mode the way it was intended to be played you know like i went and picked a fucking fourth division or fifth division whatever the fuck league two in england is and um and I tried to build a team up from there, but I feel like that 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 mode's not really built for that, and and I ended up not enjoying it probably as much as I maybe could have if I would have just played it the way it's supposed to be played. And you know, I decided by the time I was totally over playing this fucking game that I should just play it the way it's supposed to be played. I started in Mexico, and I figured I'll I'll, I'll start here, try and win. And then see if I can get any good offers that I'm that I'm willing to take, and you know move to Europe and hopefully start build you know building some kind of reputation for for that. But um, you know, so I felt like that that that's that's cool also, but I want Master League. I want the original. I want what Master League really is supposed to be, you know. And and I feel like Master League now is. A fucking career mode clone, <laughs> and you know, like, and career mode is 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 much better in in many many ways than Master League is right now. So, um, I don't know, man. It's like another missed opportunity. It's it's another it's another missed opportunity to be different. Mm -hmm. um, they always were. That's the key like, word. It's a missed opportunity to be different. Yeah. And that's look, man. Maybe they feel like they don't need to be different. They're killing it in my club. They're they're Konami's making a shit ton of money. Um, you know, Adam and Asim and the English speaking guys. You know, they get they take the brunt of it because they're like they're yeah. looked at as the mouthpieces because they're the only English speaking you know kind of mouthpieces <laughs> for right. Konami, yeah. so right. to speak. I didn't know how else to how else to phrase that, but but the reality is is. These decisions are made above their pay grade. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah well, made above their prey grade is like, look, we're making a killing in my club. Just keep, keep. This is what we want. Just keep doing this. At the you end know? of the day, it's a business, and they're all, yeah. you know, whoever is making those decisions. That's and that's they their, their they right to make those decisions. Shit, they may not give a shit that it's similar to FIFA. They're making a killing, and they don't fucking care. I think they yeah. care, though. I mean, I, I mean, I know a sim, and I know no, I think, uh, I think Adam the care. They care. I'm talking about the high, the high ups. Of course, yeah. yeah the you, money, you don't the, know the money they, movers. And yeah. Konami's a company right now that has a reputation for not caring, for you know, being their pachinko machines or whatever. I don't know if that's the right word, right? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They're not the most popular company right now. No, they're not. Yeah. Not the I Pez mean, team. They're... I mean, nobody. Most people don't even know about the Pez team. Most people, you know, I should say Americans that we, you know, the 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 gaming organizations we deal with over here in America, you know. If you listen to the gaming podcasts or anything, very rarely does Pez come up in conversation. If people start talking about soccer games, it's FIFA, FIFA, FIFA. Yeah, it when, used to be that way, though. Yeah, when, whenever Pez comes up, they think they they automatically make the joke about the candy, and like it, right, it, it right. becomes more about oh, I always thought that was you know the the candy and not fucking you know what I mean like a soccer game or whatever. Right. So I don't know. Like yeah, you're right, man. Uh, um. It's it's interesting. You know, it comes up a lot that. though when when Pez is brought up in, in American you know gaming podcasts, they go oh yeah and there's this alternative it's more of like fast paced arcade style game but if you want to yeah. play simulation you want to play FIFA yeah you're totally you know, right that's that's literally what all what's said over here <laughs> well and that and to be fair that's the way that it's been for the past fucking ten years so I mean it's not they're not wrong. <laughs> um, you know, and so I mean, I don't know, but not that FIFA simulation, but um, they're definitely not not wrong in calling Pez the faster pace. You know, mm-hmm. at least at least in the majority of the past ten years, and it's certainly more responsive, which is I think what a lot of people mean to say. Like right, if you pick yeah. up Pez and you pick up FIFA right away, if for no other reason, Pez feels faster because it's more responsive. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, definitely. Um, and I feel like animations come into play a lot too. Like oh, I feel yeah, like a lot of people don't even don't even understand the difference between a simulation and an arcade game. I feel like they just it, to 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 most people, simulation is a game that looks realistic, not necessarily right. is realistic. Right. Amen. So. Amen. I don't know. I mean that that's that's that kind of sucks, you know. That that's that, but There's that's how it is. There's a lot of preconceived notions out there, not just in soccer gaming, but in video games in general. That that are, we're a very weird bunch of people that play games. If you if you go to NeoGaf, and I don't know if you guys play other video games or whatever, but I've realized that over the past few years is it's a very interesting demographic, or, or sorry, a very interesting fan base. There's just mm-hmm. it's very diverse, which is a good thing, but it's super opinionated and super. Um, What's the word I'm looking for uh, where you feel like you deserve something? Um, entitled. Entitled, thank you. Super opinionated and super entitled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do you guys want to add anything about Master League? Because I want to end the fin- finish this up with a suggestion for a question that's also from Shales. Uh, instead of an either or, uh, he tweeted us a, a great question. So I thought we'd just end with that instead. Um, yeah. The only good. thing no. I would say is I was thinking about this. And actually, I'll, I'll save it for I'll save it for when we talk about defending. <laughs> oh, really? Because it's going to start it. a huge thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'll save it. 
Defending. Go, go Let's do. Want to do defending next week? Next uh, two weeks. Next podcast. Uh, we could do defending. We could do modes. We like to see. There's. There's. We have options. Yeah. We have we options. Got options. Okay. So we're thinking defending slash modes. We'd like to see. We'll see what it actually is. Okay. So like I said, shout out to Shales Pez at Pez underscore DNA. Thanks, buddy. Really appreciated your long message and appreciate his question too. I think the guys will as well. So. He says, I also thought of a good question for all you guys to answer. Feel free to ignore. Never mind. <laughs> uh, no worries, brother. My question is, if you could have scored one goal in history, which goal would it have been? Oh, fuck. Maybe this goal, <laughs> maybe this goal suits your own personal playing style, or it's just a goal that you're just absolutely in love with. Looking forward to the podcast, as always. I think it's a great question. Simple question. Thanks for thinking of us, man. Happy to answer. Mm, I'm down to two. I, well, yeah, one of them's man. mine, which sucks, but one of them's mine, and I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, I think we're all gonna. I think we're all gonna mention the same goal. Actually, that would be have, that would be incredible. we're all gonna. I have a I have a one A and a one B. Oh, fuck! I, all right, you dude, go last hard because you have two choices. All right, this go is ahead. really hard for me. All right, I'm going. I'm, I'm going. Uh, Dennis Bergkamp, '98 against Argentina. Yeah, that's the uh, first. The, that's the, the, the first thing that ball, came to my mind. The 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 control. The touch that that he's up in the air and how he brings that ball down and then the touch inside and then the outside of the right foot, I just thought that was one of the most beautiful goals I'd ever seen when I saw it live, and the announcer lost his mind. And I'm, my, the hair on the back of my neck is standing up right now. Um, it was like dancing. It was like fucking ballet. Yeah. Remember we yeah, talked about? I remember. That's, I remember yeah. where I was. Oh, dude, me too. When that happened. My, the hair on the back of my neck is up right now. My, I keep getting the tingles in my toes. I can't think of too many goals. That I think that, I was twelve that. or thirteen years old. The summer that I was turning thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Was the that, real deal, man. man, that I this get, is I always, get straight this up is really difficult. Yeah, this is really difficult for me uh, because you know I, I've mentioned in previous podcasts. Um, that I would rather be the guy that passed the ball to the guy that scored it than the guy that scored it. Uh-huh. So um, that's not the question, Jose. Right, right. <laughs> that's cool. what I'm saying. Like, I'm thinking so when of I like think crosses about, like, that were obviously crosses that ended up as goals for Jose, where he yeah, managed no, to so cross like, the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so what I think, what I think about is like, um, you know, when Barca fucking made 20 consecutive passes, and then at the end of the goal, somebody just taps it into the net. You know, like something like that, but no, I like there, I'm between two right now. Like if, because I'm, I'm, you know, that I think describing a Barca goal where they make fucking 15 passes and then taps it gets tapped into the, into the net that would describe me um, in the way that I see the game. But was the um, fucking question, Jose? Yeah, but that's not the question, right? So um, <laughs> now I'm thinking I'm thinking of two, and that's um, well, give us in one 2000, answers the, the question. <laughs> The 2002 World Cup, when Ronaldinho scored that free kick against England. There you England. go. And a lot of people thought that was a cross. Yeah. No, that was a fucking shot, man. Even though he says it was a cross. That I, knew, I knew you were going to pick Ronaldinho. I just knew. Um, so there's, there's that goal, and then there's Ronaldinho's first goal as a Barca man. Which um, one was that? I didn't know which one was his first when, one. Um, when he picked up the ball from the half-field line, Yep. Uh, goalkeeper throws it at him, and he picks up the ball from the half field line. He megs one guy, yep. and then shoots it from about fucking thirty five yards out, and then hits the crossbar. Bounces. Say, that's in. the one that hits the crossbar. That's a great yeah. goal. That's a great goal. Yeah. 
um yeah man uh i don't know man like then the more i think about it the more i'm like then there's the fucking one he scored against real madrid when everybody in the bernabeu stood up and started fucking clapping like Would i would you pick love one, that you asshole that. Yeah, we just have the free one. Kick, the free kick. The free kick. The that's free kick. that's, that's you, dude. That's you. Yeah, it has England. to be the free kick. Yeah. David Seaman. Is that his last yeah. game? Seaman's last Probably. Game? <laughs> <laughs> All right, B, you're up, brother. I have two. I'm surprised neither one of you have even alluded to it, but uh, 1A is Maradona's goal against England. Yeah. Literally dribbling through like five dude. Who wouldn't want to be him in that moment and always be remembered as yeah. the guy who scored pretty much the greatest World Cup goal ever, maybe the greatest yeah. goal ever. Yeah. Like who yeah. wouldn't want to be like that was me. You, you know, know what, what I'm always saying? annoyed me about that goal though is that he didn't get the final touch. What the guy came in slide tackled behind uh-huh. him? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It is hard to tell. It was it was the foot of God. <laughs> but my one B would be uh, Zidane's Champions League goal. Oh, that left footer! Oh my goal. god! Yeah, great. dude, I thought I about that where too. I was but when I saw that as well. Yeah, I thought about that too. But, I remember exactly where I was, what time of day it was, what I was eating. Like I remember, there's certain goals where I I just remember certain moments. But that's a Don goal. I I just remember like being in my chair, like jumping out of my chair, going, "Holy fucking shit!" Because I think the final back then, the Champions League final was on a Wednesday, um, and I had just gotten home from school in time for the game to start. And I, when I saw that goal, I remember like, oh, I was like running around in my family room, like going, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> that's awesome, <laughs> dude. It was it was it was insane. Yeah, you got the uh, guy who's probably the greatest goal ever, and the guy who scored probably the greatest Champions League goal ever. Why? I mean, those are two yeah. choices. I would, I would take either. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you got to take now. You've made your own, either or. I'd, I'd, I'd still do Maradona's goal. Interesting. I never picked. I you never talk about Maradona. Like I'm so surprised that's your pick. Yeah, yeah. He's just in um, your brain because he's suing Pez. Yeah, I know. No, I have. I, have, I wouldn't pick um, that goal. I, I know the I importance like, of that goal, but I, I wouldn't. I have DVDs of Maradona. I have all his books. I have all, all the books about him, too. Yeah. Like the Teddy Sheringham DVD. <laughs> <laughs> He's about on the same He's a what? He's about on the same level. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sheringham or Maradona, I don't know, man. Probably go with <laughs> Teddy. He could do it on a cold day in Stoke. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, dude, Shales, thank you for that question. That, that was, was a lot great of fun, question, man. Yeah, um, that was a good question. I wish, I, I, wish I would have read that question earlier so I could really think about that. <laughs> I did. I made, like, I made, my, although it was only ever one choice for me. I, I tried not to think about it too yeah, much. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's definitely up there for the one of the best goals I've ever seen. Um, there's something about that goal that, that, when I think, whenever anybody mentions, like, you know what, what what was a great goal? That's the first goal that comes to my mind. I know, right? Right? That's what the first that? one that comes to my mind. Burkamp. Yeah. Dennis yeah. Burkamp! Dennis Burkamp! Dennis Burkamp! Frank the Bull! Dennis Burkamp! That's the first goal that comes to my mind. It just, that goal, like, blew it my mind. So it, it fucking gets, blew my mind, dude. Like they're just the way he brought that ball down. Like it just—it's the directness everything of it, about isn't it. it. It's the majesty. Yeah. It's like it. It's like 
it's the it's the keep it simple principle. It's like keep it as simple as possible, but not simpler. Like there's that goal is just it's so direct, but so beautiful. It's like how many touches, how, the least amount of touches you can, you can score That's, from, right? From like yeah. one side of the field to the other. It's just beautiful. The control. For me, like the, the whole, the, the pass was perfect. The control was perfect. The the finishing touch, everything the about that goal. The flick of his foot is, he's like a fucking painter. Everything about that goal was perfection. And it was like, controlled like if, if i had to describe that goal with one word it's control everything was yeah, controlled but it's always it, i mean yeah. but it's it's like he doesn't he hits the ball hard he, he controls it while being way up in the air the pass is a what 50 yard pass maybe longer fucking inch like, perfect it's it's always yeah. a sec it's a centimeter away of not working yeah it's in control yeah. but it's always almost completely it's, out it's of control. control. It's like right? controlled it's just, chaos, dude. Like it was exactly, just, it's dude, it's fucking oh. beautiful. Like, dude, that's, that's the, the ice man. Yeah, the yeah, opposite of Clivert. Yeah, and there's 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 plenty of his holes that I think like fuck. <laughs> I know he had so just much composure. Like, there's our composure fuck. stat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. oh. Speaking of, how about his goal against Newcastle? That was a great goal oh, too. Great the one goal. with the little flick. The one with Where the he, little he spin around defender. The spin around flick. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's a great. I, goal. I I think of I think of the many many goals that he just chipped. Like he just. Oh, he would chip everybody. Over. He would. Yeah. Well, the, the, just the ball moves differently now. A lot of those chips you can't do. The ball just that's an will sail. That's an interesting point. The ball is different. That. And the stitching on the ball allowed you to to do that kind of those yeah. kind of chips. To get the ball to come back down like that, right? It's true that you don't see those type of goals as often anymore. And I think a lot, like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with the ball. Maybe that's why you can't do that chip and Pez anymore. Maybe that's the reason. <laughs> I know, they, right? They, they kept, out. they got up with the times. Maybe I don't know. Well, guys, I'm gonna cut it. It's been one hour and fifty three minutes. <laughs> we always um, fucking do but... this. Um, <laughs> That was a, that was a great podcast. Before, a before we got on, Charles said, "Yo, guys, I just want to do an hour tonight, if that's okay." Yeah, I know. <laughs> yep. And I think then I, I talked more than anybody. So cereal, and he's still fucking talking. Dude, I go on rants, man. Me rants where I just basically say the same thing ten times. It's crazy. I hear you. Or you know, I'm I'm notorious for. A point that could be made within ten seconds. I spend like three minutes on trying to make it. <laughs> but that's, we all that's what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> when, pretty concise. That's what ha- I feel like. I'm. I feel the same way you guys feel. Actually, I feel. I feel like I beat around the bush too. But um, that's what happens when there's podcast? fucking ten years. That's when there's ten years of buildup. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. What the know. fuck you expect? I, it's funny because I try and listen to our own podcast, and like anytime I come on, I'm like, "Get to the fucking point, you asshole!" <laughs> right? That's how I feel. Or I'm like, "I'm like, God, I stutter so much when I fucking talk." Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you don't, dude. Ever since I became a dad, I constantly searching for the correct word. I have brain farts or whatever you want to call them. There's an example right okay. there. I, I can't find the word. It's like I was impediment. It's terrible. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Brian and uh, Jose, I love you guys. And uh, thanks to Shales and thanks to all the guys who responded to our question. I, I really like the questions and we're going to make sure we keep keep throwing them out there because you guys, your feedback is what's really important um, along with everything else we do. And I would love for you to get people on this podcast. You know, Brian, Jose, we've been talking about it and Brian's been really good about bringing people on. 
get in touch with us in the forums, WMB or Evo Web. Um, thank you, Evo Web. You guys made a form, you made a, our own dedicated thread to the podcast. We really appreciate that. But if you want to come on the podcast, we want to get community members on here. We want to hear what you have to say, especially if you don't agree with us, because that would be really fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, all that. Like stuff. I said, I still want to find that one guy that fucking loved PS2 FIFA and now, yeah, and now plays like PES. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny, but he's out there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, and we will talk to you next time. Peace.